Hey, it's Domestic Don, Josh Landers, uh, at Domestic Don on Twitter and Domestic Don Landers on Instagram. And soon uh, I'm getting the YouTube channel up a little bit more. Just a little uh, uh, promotion there. Uh, anybody else having uh, trouble sleeping lately? Because uh, I am. I, I think I got my mom's gene for whatever fucking reason. Uh, and I can't, I can't sleep well. I, my mom has always been the one that wakes up at, I don't know, shit, four in the morning, five in the morning, goes to sleep midnight, one o'clock, wakes up in the middle of the night, fucking sweeps her bedroom and moves the refrigerator and sweeps up behind that and cleans the kitchen and shit. Uh, I remember that when I was a kid. So now I'm sleeping worse than I ever have. And people are blaming, oh, it's the quarantine. It's this, uh, it's the worry of, of the coronavirus, the covid 19 it's just you know it's it, this is a trouble sleeping is now the th- i don't think it is i don't think it's the actual virus i think it's now people have time to actually sit and realize how shitty their lives are and how much you don't matter people are just able to now finally tap into their own brains and fucking be like damn i i'm a i'm a fucking worthless person there is nothing the I the world doesn't mean, need me at all. The world doesn't need me at all. I'm useless. I'm basically useless. Uh, and I've always thought that. So that's not my problem. Uh, I thought that about myself. So I don't think that's the problem. I'm sleeping and uh, not sleeping. Um, I don't know what it is. I don't know. I've read all these fucking uh, reports that uh, people can't uh, sleep, but they're also more tired during the day. So that's a weird dichotomy, isn't it? That you can't sleep, but then you're exhausted while you're doing nothing. Um, and yeah, I get it. I feel more tired than usual. Uh, I don't know why, but I'm always tired. I haven't been not tired since 96, probably. Uh, senior year of high school, baby. Bulldogs, class of 96, Ramona High. Um, but it's been a long time since I've not been tired. I mean, I can blame my kids. I can blame marriage. I can blame a lot of shit. Having 40 fucking stupid jobs in my 41 years on this planet, which I mention all the time. I, I could blame all those things, but I won't. It's probably just my shitty lifestyle. Uh, but it's just, you know, laying in bed, having to travel down to the couch and just lay in there. Itchy, sweaty, trying to, like, feel, you know, grab my balls for some sort of luxury. And I, I think dudes who listen to this, if there are, I'm sure there's no women, but that, that is a luxury, isn't it? Do you ever get that when you're just like, ah, my, my, oh, I got a stomachache. Oh, your hand just goes and slips down to the, the old nutsack. I don't know why. It's, it's, it's comfort. It's like a teat. Uh, it's like a mother's breast. Uh, but is it, is, it, is it the virus? that is it the worry that people are struggling? The unemployment rate is fucking up. Uh, we're going to go into a Great Depression especially in California and most likely the whole country and world? Is it the idea that we're going to have neurochips planted into our brains or some sort of vaccine implanted into our body that will release the vaccine throughout the year to prevent one virus from coming back? Yeah, I could see all that. I could see all the worry. I've talked to people that I kind of know on the fringe, people I work with, and they're like, I'm afraid I'm going to die. And, and I'm like, you're 30 fucking years old. You're not probably in the best health. But you shouldn't be thinking about death. Yeah, it's all around us. But it's always all around us. It's always all around us. Uh, take it from me. I know. I worked with death for uh, nearly a year. Uh, I'm not some 25-year-old veteran coroner. But I, I, I did my time burning dead bodies. 
as a coroner's assistant, which I think I've mentioned and I've written about way too much. But it was an interesting fucking job. That, so maybe that's why we're tired. Death. This, the death knell kind of covering or hovering above us. The, the idea of what's going to happen after this. The, the unknowingness, right? The monster in the closet or under the bed. Uh, we just don't know. We don't know what's coming around the corner. Uh, and yeah, I get it, but that that doesn't affect me. Uh, it, it, it's just it's just my in my genes. I can't sleep, uh, and when I do, I wake up. I have like maybe a good two hour stretch, maybe get a little REM in, in there, not REM like the the band, which was pretty prolific, right? Uh, and uh, obviously uh, prophetic. Right with the it's the end of the world as we know it. Uh, that's probably number one uh, on the top charts right now, isn't it? Uh, chart buster. Well, it should be because you know Michael Stipe. He had they had it right or whoever wrote the song. It, yeah, it is the end of the world to a certain extent. It's the end of the world that we knew. Um, I don't know, but we'll survive. They're still gonna be there. You know what? What else is gonna be there? Fucking rats are gonna be there. I know cockroaches will go through the nuclear apocalypse uh but the rats are also going to be the fucking you know what we have what i've been doing during this quarantine outside of making these horrific clay animation movies that i've been getting way too into um and again at domestic dawn on twitter i put i've been putting them up there and i've also been putting them on uh lately on instagram or the last one i did on instagram and they're horrible it's a horrible to spend my time and waste my time. But when the kids leave me alone throughout the day, they have their hour where they can't bother the adults in the house. They can't bother my wife or myself, supposedly. I get out here and I, I make some little clay things, clay figures. I'm awful. I'm awful at it. I don't know how to make shit. Uh, all the representation of animals or people don't look like animals or people. Uh, if you thought Gumby was really bad, I made another type of Gumby called Blumby. Uh, it's Gumby's alcoholic uh, brother. And it, it's hor it's they're horrible. And those of you who might listen to this and have seen them, you can attest to that. They're horrific, but it makes me happy. It isn't that important that these troll videos, this white troll with big dick, makes me happy. And I'm out there in the garage for an hour, and I even ordered fucking spotlights to get good lighting. Uh, I'm going to order more clay. I ordered a fucking tripod stand for my phone so I can get a little bit more still footage uh, so I don't have to move the camera around or my phone around that much. They're, they're dumb. But I'm laughing like a fucking uh, like fifth grader watching Weird Science or some shit when Kelly LeBrock's titties come on the screen. Uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm giddy. I'm giddy when I'm doing this. I don't know what it says about me because all the videos end with this troll character and this rat who's kind of like the instigator of everything. But this fucking troll character jizzing on things. He just jizzes. And it's not real jizz. It's it's not. It, it would be better if it was. I'd probably have a little bit more fun if it was. But I, I don't want my kids walking in on that. But my poor daughter, she did walk in. And she likes to build these clay things with me. But I have the adult clay creatures in this little box so she can't see them. And my poor little seven-year-old daughter, she walks in. Dad, what's that? And she saw the droll. She saw that white troll dick, and I'm like, ah. And she's like, what is that? Is that his arm down there? And I think she knows. She knows it's not his arm. She's smart enough. Does that make me a bad father? Yeah, it does. It does. But to get back to rats, and, uh, oh, besides that, besides fucking making these stupid clay animation horrific ideas of, of, of motion pictures, uh, I've been gardening a lot. 
uh, going to the Braving Home Depot uh, and most likely or mostly Freedman's, which is a local home improvement store here, which is, which I way better than fucking Home Depot. Home Depot. I used to work for Home Depot as one of my 97 jobs. Home Depot blows dick. Um, we ordered paint through them and and some other things to paint our daughter's room during this fucking we have a lot of time on our hands now uh my work schedule is down to an hour a day which is fucking lovely and i get paid the same which is still shit but it's great to have a paycheck coming in so i'm not gonna bash that so when i'm done with my hour of work in the morning and the kids are done with their school my son's fucking locked locked himself in his fucking dungeon of a room to do whatever he needs to do with schoolwork or fucking youtube or, or whatever he's doing as a fucking 14 year old little shit um yeah, we, we were like, okay, let's paint, let's paint our room. So we got some shit. Some rollers, some paint trays, some paint. And we ordered it on homedepot.com. And I made the fucking dumb mistake because they entice you with that 20, oh, $25 off if you sign up for a credit card. I'm like, ah, fuck. It's a quarantine. I'll get a credit card. I haven't had a credit card in years. Years. And that's that's way too many reasons I want to get into today. But I haven't had a credit card for years. And I was already suspect. I'm like, eh, should I do this? And, of course, my wife's like, yeah, get it. I'm like, ah, fuck. And right when she said that, I'm yeah. And then I sign up. It's a pain in the dick. I get the fucking credit card. And I put it on there. And, of course, right when I go to the queue, I go to the fucking shopping cart. And I want to pay. It still says $89 or whatever it, what is, whatever, whatever it was. And I'm like, I thought I got 25 bucks off. So, of course, I don't call because I'm going to fucking start blowing up at the, at the credit card guy. I'm going to yell at the poor fucking guy in Pakistan named Jeff who's going to be answering the call for, for Home Depot. And... And I, I can't do. I know I'm gonna blow up. I'm not. I can't. I'm not gonna call. I'm already pissed off that I got this credit card. And I already, in my brain, as a normal fucking typical male, I'm blaming my wife because she made me get it. Even though I fucking like, should I? I asked her, should I get one? Even though I'm like, fuck it, I don't want one. Should have just fucking balled up, manned up, dicked up, whatever you want to call it, and just fucking get the paint, get the shit without asking her, without even looking at that twenty five dollars off because it's meaningless. It's 25 bucks, which is, always comes in handy. But at that point, it's fucking worth it not to go through the hassle of a goddamn credit card. So, of course, my wife calls, talks to Jeff from Pakistan, and then he says, oh, well, it'll come off on your first statement, the $25. So you'll get your first statement in a couple of weeks, and you'll see that the $25 has come off. And it's a long-winded story. I'll get there. But the fucking then, then of course, I see, okay, let's just buy it. 89 bucks on the credit card, doesn't come out of our bank account yet. I'm like, fuck, I, I, they better just go on the card. I'm going to pay it off right when I get it, never use that fucking card again. Uh, and then, of course, that doesn't work that way, does it? The credit card companies got you by the balls, and Home Depot is just another one of them. Where they, they go through Chase, I think, or something like that, Citibank. I can't remember which one it was. But they, then I get the statement, and it's $7. I owe fucking $7 on my, on my card. And then, of course, we get the rollers first. Then we get the paint trays. And I had to go to Friedman's, the anti-fucking Home Depot here, the more local place, for the drop cloths and uh, some more tape for the walls and shit. I got painter's tape. So I got that. I got everything ready except for the fucking paint. So I see that $12 on the card. I say, okay, I guess we didn't order the paint. So then I pay the 12 bucks. Then I'm looking where the paint's at. No paint. Nothing in the cart. And then my wife says, okay, I'll just order more paint. So she orders more paint from Home Depot where I can go just go pick it up, curbside, whatever. And then I get the, uh, then, of course, a day later, I said, your paint is arriving tomorrow. And it said, the two fucking cans of white and the can of green or whatever we got that for my daughter's bedroom. I'm like, what the fuck? Why didn't you charge me yet? So then we get the paint in the mail. So it actually comes. The one that we haven't paid for that I know is somewhere in the ether of the credit card debt is it's, it's here. It's on our fucking porch. This poor UPS guy or whatever it was, uh, FedEx dude, del delivers our fucking quarantine paint. 
So then we get it. So I'm like, what the fuck's we're going to do with the paint at Home Depot? And luckily, we only bought the green paint at Home Depot, which is only like 20 bucks. So that's still waiting for us and we'll be done by May 8th or whatever it is. So, of course, we fucking paint the whole room, do that Sunday, Monday, finish it up Tuesday. Daughter's in there now. She's sleeping. Fucking beautiful. Looks like bright, brighter, fresher. She likes it. Fucking strung her little star lights up in the corner around the corners of the, the room. Looks beautiful. It's like a little fucking fairy house now. A bright spring fairy house. And she likes it. But now we have paint at Home Depot. It's fucking stuck there. Paint that we don't need, that I need to return. or I, can't, I don't have it. I have to go fucking pick it up and return it back and I have to go through this whole mess and we're all living through this I understand this so I'm being a whiny little shit right now but we all have to wear these masks and I now figured it out instead of a fucking medical mask I just cut a fucking sleeve off my shirt and put it over like a fucking bandito and I'm a landito uh, you know, uh, I'm Josh Landito walking around. I kind of feel cool with it. You know, I kind of put it over my big fucking crooked teeth and my big fat fucking Jew nose. And I'm walking around like I feel okay. You know, I feel okay. I can smell my own fucking breath coming back, which is never good. Um, but at least it hides the fucking beer on my breath, which I haven't drank in a couple of days. So give me kudos for that. So I go to Home Depot today because my like, fuck, I got time. It's hot. I don't feel like doing shit outside in the garden, which I'll get to again later on. But go to Home Depot. It's a fucking madhouse. Fucking madhouse. So I go in the line to get into the store. Waiting there. Six feet. I forgot my fucking earbuds again. I'm like, God damn it. Every time I go to the store, I forget my fucking earbuds. Because I can listen to a podcast. Listen to some music. While I'm just fucking staring at the sky waiting to get in a shop. And of course, I hear this guy at Home Depot. Hey, anybody uh, got a pickup? Come to this line. So I go to that line. There's no line. So I'm just standing there. Go right in. Perfect. Customer service. Finally, wait a few minutes behind some people. Then I go up to the kiosk, the cashier, and I say, I ordered paint. I don't want it. Can I return it? She's like, yeah, sure. No problem. Beautiful. Fucking beautiful. She asked, anything wrong with it? I said, no, we're just dipshits that ordered shit online. Your company sucks. Don't ever get a fucking credit card with a 23% APR rate to fucking try to save 25 bucks. And I had to call them Home Depot and figure out my fucking login uh, password to get on homedepot.com to pay off my $76 that still remain on the fucking card, which was never got 25 bucks off. Never fucking got 25 bucks off for the credit card. Either way, get my paint, get the money back, put it back on the, my own credit card. I got shopping to do. I'm like, I'm there. I fucking, I'm, I stood in line. I'm going to have to stand in line. I fucking took the time to drive 15 minutes to get there. Whatever. Find parking, shit like that. Run over a couple of old people. Do whatever I need to do. So I'm gonna. I'm there. I need some new fucking clippers for the garden. Uh, I need some uh, 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 plumber's tape for one of the spigots outside. Uh, I need some shit. I just wanted to get some stuff. Check out for some fucking rat traps, which I'll fucking get to in a second. These goddamn California Creek rats. Uh, and then, of course, I get the shit, carrying it around. And I, I, the lines are fucking astronomical. And I see one line forming at the front. And it says line starts here. And it's in the middle of fucking two aisles. So I see like five people, six people deep in one aisle. The other aisle has like 12. So I'm like, fuck, I'm going to the five person deep. So I stand there for about 10, 15 minutes. By the time I get up, maybe two, three people left. This lady, this fucking old, craggly, fat, fucking Home Depot, horrible, essential employee who comes over. That's not a line. And she says it to the guy who just moved up in front of me. That's not a line. He's like, what do you mean? We've been, there's people behind us. We've been waiting here for 20 minutes. Oh, that's not a line. So we, he, we, he turns around the other corner. He's like, we're supposed to wait in that line now? She says, that, well, do you see the sign? And I'm like, oh, motherfucker. And I walk away. I'm like, you got to make a better sign. And, she, and then she said, there's, there is a sign. I said, you got to put no sign. You got to put a no. This is not a line. The line is down this fucking aisle. Don't come in this line. Don't stand here. And in that aisle that we're at waiting, 
there's all those fucking six foot of separation fucking foot things on the ground. So that looks like a line. And there's, there's a cashier right in front of us. And this old fucking cunt, uh, she's still talking to me while I'm walking away. And I just, I just walked out. I'm going to the fucking garden section. And that was a fucking disaster. But at least I'm kind of outside li- listening to the birds. Fucking kind of under a little bit of shade. You know, it's a warm day. Feels good to be outside. Smell the soil. Smell the fucking daffodils. Be in nature almost. Right? But in a fucking concrete nature with fucking 20 foot high shelving that are painted orange. And a bunch of people with orange vests and fucking masks walking around. Uh, and anyway, I got the shit. I got the shit. Came back. Already in a bad mood, like usual. And then, then just trying to figure out what to do the rest of the day. Right? That's it. That's that's our lives, isn't it? That's our now experience. Is just go out, have a shitty time, trying to shop somewhere, buy food or whatever. And you know it's gonna take longer than usual. It's just going to. And it's worse off when I'm not drinking. I'm ah, mother. I should have had a couple of beers before I did this. Take it a fucking hit of weed. Something. Take the edge off. I don't know. Something. Some chamomile tea. But no, I just went. I just went. And it wasn't a good experience. So fuck Home Depot. And I worked there for a couple of years. And fuck up. That was way back in the day. But no, I'm never going to shop there again. That's it. That's it. I'm going local, which is fairly local. Still a big company. But I'm just going to the smaller places. Maybe that's what this is teaching us. To go to the smaller places. Big box stores are not good. Not good with credit cards not good with humanity uh, not i'm not saying all of them but that fucking round faced mask wearing bitch she was not fun tell me which line to stand in and which not when you're fucking clear label it label the label the goddamn aisles so that was that was home depot but going back to the fucking rats and one reason i went to home depot was also to return the paint that i didn't have but to also look for some rat something to put outside for to get these fucking rats because what the rats have done to our garden, we planted this months ago before this all, this all happened. We have a couple box planters out there. We got a side little thing that I ripped up all these ugly bushes and planted more shit. Put the trampoline up, like I mentioned last time in the podcast, in that corner where the bushes used to be. Kind of making it like a livable garden. You know, have some fruit and vegetables coming in. So Swiss chard off the fucking rails. Good. It's going huge. Growing. Carrots. Mini baby carrots. Doing okay. All right. Uh, we got a spinach and these fucking purple snow peas. Those are just flourishing. But fucking kale, which I think is the hardiest of the vegetables. We planted kale when we first got it. And we planted it. They're a little baby guy. You know, it's a starter. They're starts. So we ba- we planted this kale, about six six of them. And I come out a couple days later, they're fucking nibbled. They're gone. The kale is gone. I'm like, what the fuck eats kale? What eats kale? Rats. These fucking creek rats that live in this area, they eat kale. Is that only a California thing? Is that only in California that these little fucking bug-eyed shits, which I've caught a couple of them in my, in my garage, and I was so happy when I caught them months ago that I went in with a fucking dead, limp rat, and his neck just snapped, little blood spurting on the fucking mousetrap. Old school, snap! Mousetraps. You know those ones? The fucking ones that are, you have to, you, you set them and you push with a fucking screwdriver, at least I do, because you don't want to fucking snap your finger off. One of those. Caught a couple of them. And I'm so proud. I go show my daughter, I caught one. Fucking eyes bulging out. Fucking guts all spilling out of his asshole. But these ones outside, I can't put a mousetrap. I can't put a rat trap out there. I can't put poison. We got a dog. I think my kids are smart enough not to fucking, well, maybe my son's not, but I think we got to, I think the kids are old enough now to not step on a rat trap, but maybe accidentally, that would hurt. And the dog's fucking stupid. That'll, it'll, it'll lick the peanut butter off. 
not my dick, but it'll eat the <laughs> it'll eat the peanut butter off the rat trap <coughs> and uh, uh, Corone. And it'll get it'll snap his nose, her nose, and I can't put poison because she'll fucking eat it. So what do I? What can I do? I know they got those safe box ones that the rats can fucking go into and nibble the poison. I think my dog will fuck with that shit. So I don't want to take take that thing out every single evening. Remember to bring it back in the morning. So I was like, oh, they got those fucking uh uh. uh ultrasonic traps don't they those ultrasonic things you plug into your your wall but i've heard that's a scam but i just wanted to check it out so of course the only ones they have there are indoor we got an outdoor plug with one of those fucking flip uh coverings on it so it's kind of bolt it wouldn't fit it won't fit so i didn't buy it so what do we do about these fucking rats if any gardeners any of my seven listeners are a really good green thumb or have any experience with pest control you work for fucking terminex you're some serial killer on the on the verge of moving on to humans, and you know rats well enough. Please tell me why kale, and what can we do to fucking rid them of that? And of course, I've I'm smart enough. I've researched a garlic they don't like, onions they don't like, uh, they don't like a, a lavender and and mint. So I guess we could fucking grow that shit around there. And we put we we planted some uh, green onions. We bought them from the store and just cut them in half and fucking threw, put them in the ground. Those are starting to grow, but the, we tried to grow celery too from the you know from the stock of a celery. I'm I'm turning into fucking uh, green thumb uh, Josh here, um, wearing my fucking straw hat and chewing on some uh, a cud or a fucking stick of wheat. Why do they do that? Why do farmers do that? Do, do farmers actually put a piece of wheat in their fucking mouth um, and gnaw on it while that while while they're plowing the land? Um, but where was I at? Oh, yeah, the natural solution. So I read about that, like rosemary oil or something like that, some fucking peppermint oil, shit like that. We don't have that, a lot of that. But uh, uh, what can we do? And uh, we, with the celery, we had got bought it from the store, and you can you can repurpose that. Put the bulb when you get down. You know, you ch- chop off the fucking celery to give it to the kids and shit. Put peanut butter on it. Fucking ants on a log, um, it which they don't like, but. Uh, they like peanut butter, but they don't like peanut butter on fucking celery. Weird fucking kids. Uh, difficult kids these days. But you put the celery in a little bit of water and it sprouts. It starts sprouting a little bit. When you do, once you do that, this is a gardening show. This is a gardening show now. Domestic Dawn has turned into a fucking gardening show because I have nothing else to talk about because I don't go out enough in the world to fucking complain. I can't complain about anything more than fucking putting a goddamn piece of celery in the ground and the next day seeing fucking it dragged out fucking five feet away from the goddamn planter box, not eaten, but fucking gnawed on a little bit, and just these fucking rats eat celery. Celery and kale. So we planted onions around that. I fucking cut up garlic the other day and sprinkled it through my garden. That's how bad things have come, that I'm doing that. I'm actually consciously thinking of how to rid myself of rats in a garden. But we have beautiful peas. I plucked about 25 peas off these vines the other day. I made a nice saute with them. I made a nice stir fry with some pot stickers from Trader Joe's on the side and some basmati rice with also some Swiss chard. Put a little bacon grease in there, a little bit of butter, some oil, salt and pepper, a little bit of soy sauce or a liquid amino acids is what we have because we're fucking cunty. Um, because soy is not good for you. Don't you know that? Most of the pro- most of the agriculture is all made of soybeans, soybeans and corn, soybeans and corn. Yeah, soybeans and corn. They're in everything. You can't eat, you can't eat them. And it's got to be organic. Got to be organic. And our rats are fucking organic. These little asshole rat organic rats. Eating kale that was fucking local, organic. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Ethically derived? Ethically grown? 
I don't know. But they ate the fucking kale. These little shit. So we moved the kale up front. Not doing as well because it's not as sunny up there. They need full sun, don't you know? So wait, that's this is what we're this is our life. This is what we're getting into. But we still have to go to the store because we're not self-sustaining yet. I don't have Bessie the cow out there where I can take a slab of meat every once in a while and just like keep her alive in our backyard, in our fucking twenty by twenty backyard. I can't keep a cow out there. I can't go kill an elk. Uh, one, I don't know how to do that, and there's no fucking elk around here. I saw a deer the other day, and I was thinking, oh, shit, if I had a knife, would I chase it down if I was hungry enough? I don't. I, there, it would fucking buck me. Um, and my dog won't fucking do anything. She'll run away. But yeah, we, we gotta go to the store. And that's a process, but I kind of like going to the store. Home Depot today, I was just in a bad mood. I didn't see that many of them. I saw a couple. But there's a new fetish that I have. And I think it might be a worldwide fetish, or maybe it has been in, in a certain countries, especially in maybe the Far East. You know, Far East has always been a very uh, uh, um, wan- wanton place. No pun intended with wanton. But a very wanton, uh, a place where um, I think Westerners have always had a, 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 mis- a mysterious uh, vibe about the beauty of the, of the, of the Orient, right, of that area. And I think there's the white guys have Asian fetish, right? And I know a few white dudes who like, they won't, they won't date or fuck any other, other nationality or race. They like the Asian broads. Which, fine, they're pretty. They're all pretty. but So maybe you've had it for a while over in those places. Uh, what I I think now in America, what we're going to have, we've already already had like this toilet paper fucking weird thing that happened. We have the meat industry that's going down, but it's better because fucking Tyson Chicken is shit. Uh, Smithfield is crap. No one wants to, You shouldn't be eating that shit anyways. It's horrible for you. So you should buy fucking local sustained shit anyways. I know it's expensive. Hopefully this has dropped the prices, but it's not. It's just going to raise all that shit, right? So that's going to happen. Uh, but at the stores lately, uh, the new fetish that I'll... That I'll not, it's not even an obsession. It'll be a fetish, I think. Sexual or not, I'm not sure. But masks. And that's always a weird, weird word to say because it sounds like you're saying too many S's. Masks. Masks. Uh, yeah, medical masks. And what I've noticed, the women in them are hot as hell. I mean, they're great for me. They're great for me because of my fucking horrible mouth. My horrible teeth. I never smile. I might have mentioned this again in another podcast. I don't give a shit. I have nothing else to talk about. But it's great for people like me who never smile, don't like to smile. One, because you're embarrassed. Or two, because it's fucking stupid. Smiling is dumb. It's just a dumb trait that human beings have. There's no reason to do it. There's nothing There's nothing that hysterical in life that makes you that happy to open your wide, stupid mouth. But it's hidden now. And I like that. Uh, and half of the nose is hidden. And all you got is the eyes. And it's just like a, there's a weird, like I said, a weird mystery about it. It's like, ooh, I wonder what she looks. It's almost like seeing a chicken in full clothes. And you still, uh, you still picture her naked. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if she has a fucking, uh, a fucking Green Bay Packer uh, parka on. You're kind of wanting to see what's underneath. It's not going to be good if they're fucking from Wisconsin. But in the dead of winter. But you want to see, you want to know what's under there. And it's, it's just what we do. It's just what we do as a species of male. It's what we do. But now you got the mask, so you almost kind of want like, hmm, do you want to take it off or do you want to keep it on? And it's there's a weird like combo now with like masks and yoga pants. And I'm not saying the women are all beautiful. I don't know. You can't tell. And inside, they're all all women are beautiful inside. All of them. There's not one like evil dark seed in any female. What are they? Double X chromosome? X Y? I don't know. Um, Whatever they are, there's not a one evil seed in them. They're perfect. All of them. All of them are perfect. But 
they're wearing yoga pants now. I don't know if like I don't know if they're pretty. They look pretty good to me, right? Yoga pants, mask. It could be the fucking white surgical ones, or they kind of have the, the the you know the new nuanced ones that their people are making at home, sewing it up, fucking uh, um, <coughs> fucking spinning their loot. Is that a thing? Loot? What's the fucking thing? The old school sewing machine. Um, but a loot's a fucking harp, isn't it? I don't know. What? what tell me. Tell me what it is. A loon? Not the bird. Loom. A fucking loom. It's a loom. So yeah, they're they're fucking busting out the loom, uh, Amish shit. And they're making their own masks, you know, and they're making it out of shirts, fucking bras, uh, underwear. I don't know what they're making it out of, but they're they're wearing it, and it's like, ah, oh, yeah, all right, getting good now, getting better, all right. Then you got the yoga pants. Then you got this new phenomenon that I kind of noticed. Well, one with my wife all the time, but I see her all the time, so it doesn't. It's like, eh, all right, there she is again. Uh, no bra, no bra, right? I've seen it's in public now, and I lived in fucking northwest of California before, the top of the tip top of this fucking state. And I've seen plenty of people with no bras. Plenty. But they're usually not the d- desirable ones without bras. They're the ones that purposely do it for whatever reason because they feel co- too constrained by the by bras of, of their femininity, their their womanhood, right? They, they can't wear a bra because it's, it's the support of men. It's the support of masculinity to wear a bra. So they let their fucking little hairy nips uh, bounce through their, their uh, uh, cardigans. Well, not cardigans, hemp hemp shirts. But I've noticed that story as well, right? So it's my it's kind of my new fetish. I don't know. I think I might invest in something like that. Uh, a mask yoga pant porn with no sex involved. Just like have women in yoga pants, braless, shopping in line for Trader Joe's, but no dudes in line, just all women. All women in line at Trader Joe's with masks on, yoga pants, and no bra. And sometimes you can't tell if they're wearing a bra or not, but that's kind of the mystery yet again, isn't it? That's that's part of the mystery. I think that's a business practice that I'm going to get into because I'm, I'm not working next year. I quit my job. I'm not teaching, which is fucking education is down the fucking tubes. I called it too. This is another fucking thing that pisses me off. I'm, I'm brilliant. I'm a brilliant, brilliant person. Half moronic, but brilliant. I call shit and no one ever listens to me. I, I'm always right. But no one ever listened. Then boom, shit hits the fan of bay. Ah, I fucking told you. I told you this shit was going to happen. And no one remembers that I actually said that. And maybe I didn't ever say that. Maybe I just thought it. But like, yeah, that's a fucking dumb idea. That's never going to happen. And then or, and then it, it never does happen. And I'm like, see? I'm like, fucking Clinton's not going to win. Oh, shit. Clinton didn't win. Not that I was always saying Trump was going to win. But I remember talking to people. I'm like, he's going to win. They're like, no, there's no chance in hell he's going to win. No chance. And I'm calling it now he's going to win next time, too. I'm not in the minority there. I think it's probably 50-50. I don't know. It's the people who are in the political gray area. I think now people are like, yeah, Biden can win. Biden can lose. Trump can win. Trump can lose. Uh, I still think Trump's going to win. Anyways, not getting fucking political on this one again. Um, but I call the fucking education thing. <coughs> um, and a while ago, in one of our first digital meetings that we had at the school I work at, People were talking, we kind of had a little breakout groups in this fucking Zoom world, and you know, talking to other English faculties and, and other drama teachers, things like that, humanities teachers, and I call, I said, this is going to fuck up the whole the whole education system, and they're all, no, 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 this will end, it'll get back to normal, and in my mind, I was like, no, it's not getting back to normal, do you see what's going on? They're fucking not letting kids back in, and if they do, parents are going to be so fucking freaked out. Uh, and teachers as well, and administrators, whatever. They're like, how do we handle this six foot distance? You can't do that. You're going to have like third graders go on a playground and not fucking play slap ass with each other. 
Have you seen third graders play before or kindergartners? How do you keep them apart? They're always fucking hugging each other, fucking uh, smacking each other in the fucking face with shit. I mean, it's not going to happen. Uh, you know, fucking farting each other's faces. It's not going to happen. Kids are, that's natural. We're gregarious. We want to be together. And kids at that age don't know how to separate themselves. So what are you going to have? A fucking militia of teachers? Like a whole group of teachers? And the teachers are fucking... The the, the funding is gone. The funding's gone. My wife's school is going to basically not have, I think, half a million dollars next year to do shit. So they're already laying off people. Aids and things like that. The teachers are not getting their usual pay scale bump next year at that school. And that's not just there. That's the entire state, I'm pretty sure. Or at least the less prestigious areas. Maybe the private schools will still be fine. I don't know. Uh, but it's, it's fucked. Education system is absolutely screwed up. So once I don't have a job next year, I'm going to have to figure something else out. But I think I got out at the right time. It's like the fucking Seinfeld. How they, you know, they got out. Their last season, they're like, we're out. We don't want to go too shitty anymore. Breaking Bad, same thing. I think they ended just in the right time. They probably shouldn't have made El Camino, uh, you know, the follow-up to Breaking Bad. Uh, they got out at the right time. They just said, that's it. We're at the top of the game. We're out. And I'm not at the top of the game. I just hate it. But I've, I think I'm getting out because the game is lost. The game of education is fucking gone. At, from college level all the way down through elementary school. What are we going to do? And now they're already saying we're going to distance learn for maybe the entire next year. And there's going to be some days where like ninth and 10th graders go to school in high school. And then the uh, next day, 11th and 12th graders go to school. Then they'll rotate with distance learning on the computer. I mean, how the fuck is that going to work? It's not. It's not going to work. So I think teachers in particular got to wake up and be like, what the fuck are we going to do? And not just teachers, but administrators, the fucking government, uh, uh, the states, they got to figure out how to do this shit. And what are, what, what are the parents going to do? So their kids have to rotate in like third and fourth grade. How they fuck it? And the parents have to go to work, right? That's not going to shut down forever. Or the economy is going to completely collapse, which it probably already is. The economy is already fucked. So I'm not going to be less any more fucked than anybody else next year. But, it, but it's, it's going to be hard to find a job. So that's why I think the fucking porn, non-sexual porn with masks and yoga pants and braless women of all shapes and sizes, ladies. I'm not biased. I don't judge. All shapes and sizes. Have it for everybody. Have a fetish for everybody. Right? You could have fucking hairy women. You could have manly women. You could have fucking Sylvester Stallone women. You know, like I guess that'd be the buff women. I don't know. Have short, tall, fat, skinny. Have them all. All colors, shapes, sizes. But no sex. All right? That, that would be the mystery. And I think that would be that would be moral. That would be a moral career. And another thing I think we could... We, and maybe we can make movies. We can make movies of just those women standing in line. And like, oh, what are they going to buy? Is she going to wear gloves? What kind of mask does she have? Oh, this is an interesting film. It's so uh, uh, European, like no plot and people just standing there, black and white even. And where we could show those movies, we could show them at, at, at drive-thrus. Or not drive-thrus, drive-ins. Drive-ins are, are going to be the hot commodity. You know why? Because that's a perfect place to not t talk to people or get close to people. You're in a fucking car. You're in your own disease factory. You're in your own disease box. You're in your own quarantine. You're in your car. You have the speaker there. You don't have to talk to many people, right? You don't have to do much. You just sit in your car. Oh, wait, hold on. My dog is fucking whining. Hold on. Hold on. All right, I'm back. I have a dog who's scared of wind. Wind. The wind that blows outside. A dog. Jesus Christ. You only need it with fucking for those rats. We need a cat. We need a cat with fucking clothes. We need a cougar. 
not an old woman woman at a bar, uh, wrinkle faced and leather faced, but uh, um, with Marlboro lines on her coochie. Uh, we had a real cat with fucking uh, just a demon cat to eat these fucking things. But the fucking cat will be from California. I'll probably eat, eat our fucking Swiss chard. Um, yeah, but drive uh, a fucking drive in movie theaters. They're dead. Have you seen them? They're like fucking. T- it's like tombstones of past days. I, I drive by one every once in a while. Uh, in different places, and I just see this big white screens. You know, the parking lots are just overgrown and cracked with uh, with weeds, and the asphalt cracked. Uh, there's, it's sad to see. We could bring those back. And there's still a couple of them around, uh, like for summertime and things like that, and in like weird counties and small counties, um, small areas of this state in particular, and I'm sure across this country. But we got to bring them back. That is, that'd be odd. That would be. That's a fucking. That's, I'm gonna write that down. That's another business deal. Drive-throughs, drive-in. Why do I keep fucking saying drive-through? Drive-in movie theaters with yoga mask, pants porn, without sex, or with optional sex with Trader Joe's employees, also wearing masks and keeping on their Hawaiian shirts. All right. I need backers. I need people with money because I don't have any. I need people to back me up on the shit. I need, I need someone, investors. I need Citibank. I need fucking Home Depot credit card people. I, I need you to back me up on this. Like maybe $250,000. They'll get me started. I'll fucking start in my backyard. I don't give a shit. I'll get a cat by then and fuck the rats up, and then we can do that. I don't know. Uh, but that would be fun. Um, that's, that's, what the fuck? God damn it, put this notebook down. Um, so, anyways, like, what what can we do? What can we do to make money? And that's, that's going to be the next step. That's going to be the next step in this world that we're going to be living in is money and how to make it, how to sustain it. And... What's so funny is the, the idea of uh, the word essential. And people I've, people are still working. And I'm like, you're still fucking work- How the fuck are you still working? How is that essential? Uh, I, don't, I can't think of a business right off the top of my head. But some of it just doesn't seem that essential. And people are still working from home. I'm like, I don't think that's that essential. But good for you. You're making a paycheck. Um, but I guess if it has anything to deal, do with like food or the food industry, technology, alcohol, things like that. I guess the people are still employed because of it um, or any major industry, I guess, that is still around. Well, obviously, they, they need people to run shit. I could see how like plumbers, uh, uh, restaurants, you know, to a certain extent, but those are all fucking shutting down across the, the globe in this country in particular. Uh, they're, they're all fall, falling like dominoes pretty soon. I'm assuming, well, it's going to be interesting to see who remains after this. The small places are fucked. I mean, they're, they're dead in the water already. Um, yeah, electricians, anybody, yeah, construction is really important, uh, obviously, because they're going to have to build new shit after this. They have to keep the infrastructure up once the society r- resurrects itself and gets back on the roads. Uh, engineers, yeah, there, there's some essential. There's a lot of essential out there. But what does that word mean? And it, it kind of re- reminds me of the word hero, and it's, it bothers me. And now I'm just, I'm an essential employee. I'm like, no, you're fucking not. I've, I've ha- I had an 18-year-old stu- uh, kid say that, oh, I'm essential. I'm like, you, you work at a, you're, no, you're not. I mean, I'm, I'm glad you still have a job, but you're not essential. It's it's not, the word is overplayed. It, we need to look at the synonyms 
uh, of what essential is. And it's just, they're not, right? To actually live and sustain, I'd say half of the quote unquote essential people are not essential at all. And it's just like the heroes. And yeah, the medical field, I get it. They're, they're, they're working the job that they elected to work at and still getting paid for in a pandemic. I totally understand that. And it, it gives them a lot of bravery. I think it gives them a lot of like pats on the back. Like, oh, good for you. You get to, you have to work in this fucking shitty environment and get so close to a possible uh, uh, a disease that could ravage your body and make you sick or even kill you on a daily basis. Yeah, that, that, that is to a certain extent heroic. Um, but again, I kind of, I just have a hard time. I have a hard time calling them heroes. Uh, I respect the hell out of them. And this sounds probably bad. Uh, and if you are a nurse yourself or, you know, people, I'm not saying they're bad, but I'm not saying they're not, uh, it's not a respected job, but we got to remember that these people elected to be jobs, these jobs to, to work here, right? I hate teaching, but that's my fault. I've, I've elected to get myself to a job place that I don't like with with teaching and i'm not saying i hate it i would do it if it was in a different environment i would do it if i could still do the stuff on the side and sustain uh uh writing a little bit more or making my troll fucking dick videos more while i'm working and make more money off it honestly if i was made more money i'd probably stick around with it uh or just it depends where the environment is i'm not saying i hate the actual the job itself i just hate what i'm doing now and i, I brought myself there now, who has fucking 40 jobs and ends up with a good job? Not many people, right? And, you know, people who are cops, yes, they elected to do that. Firefighters, military, most of them now over the past, what, 40, 60 years, whatever it was, since Vietnam, right, since the 1960s, they've elected to go into the military, right? Whether they wanted to or not, maybe whether they're forced by their family or their situations or by their poverty, I totally understand all that shit. But it's still an elective course of action for those people to take and in the medical field industry same thing doctors elected to become doctors nurses elected to become nurses yes you are essential i'll give you that uh tagline i'll give you that definition uh, but the hero maybe it's a fucking tiktok maybe maybe that's all it is maybe i'm just an angry fucking asshole who will get coronavirus go to the hospital not be important enough to get a ventilator and die maybe that that's this is my curse this is what this is my omen this is what is this is what I'm doing. It's karma, right? Me talking about this shit. And I talked about it when the coronavirus first came out. I did a podcast. I said it's not fucking fake. This is bullshit. Fake news. Fake news. But it's, it's obviously not. I was wrong. I was wrong. I don't think I'm wrong about this though. Um, the TikTok I think has ruined a lot of it. At first, and you, know, you see the images of the nurses with the fucking the welts on their face and the bruising and the cuts. They're working fucking eighteen hour days. You know, sleeping on the fucking cots. They're wearing trash bags and shit and putting duct tape around their fucking wrists to keep their gloves on. They're reusing mat. I mean, yeah, it's a fucking shitty position. One, we weren't prepared as a fucking country, right? Our medical industry is fucked, just like our education is fucked. No money, all the corporate greed, the fucking pharmaceuticals that own anything, and they don't, don't give a shit about you. They just don't. That you could die, a million of us could die, and they won't care. Yeah, the nurses and doctors should and will, a lot of them, but the industry doesn't give a fuck. It's just like the military industrial complex. It's the same thing. Um, it feels like I'm saying this over and over again, but it's true. But I think the fucking TikTok, it's enough with TikTok. This is where things go sour. You are a hero until you make a TikTok video. 9-11, right? 9-11. Uh, firefighters, cops, people who ran into the burning buildings, paramedics, people, your neighbors, 
yeah, those those people were seen as heroes, but not not when when they started just getting cheesy, making calendars, going on Ellen or fucking Rosie O'Donnell show, and just hero, 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 hero. It, it's just too much. I think it's overplay. It's overkill. It's like Me Too movement. What happened to that? It's gone. Right? What happened in North Korea? Kim Jong-un's dead. Nope, he's not. He's with 20,000 women fucking him day and night with his big chubby chick monk face. Eating him out. <laughs> uh, they're kimchi. Uh, uh, eating their kimchi out. But, uh, so we have, it's, everything else is kind of like, it's gone, right? Uh, it, it, nothing's important, but this is important because coronavirus is taking over the world. But TikTok makes everything so just, oh God, what's the word I'm looking for? It undermines the duties and, and the essential nature of the nurses and doc, when they do TikTok videos. It's just enough now. I don't, I don't dance. Uh, I don't, don't, I don't know. I, maybe it's just me and TikTok and I hate it. I'll probably have to do a TikTok channel at some point with my fucking clay animation to get anybody to like it. But it's, it's, but worse than the nurses TikTok dancing, which I kind of understand. Kind of understand you're in a stressful job. You need to blow off some steam. You can't really fucking get close to anybody. Let's do a TikTok video. Let's have some fun. I get it. But why don't you just go fucking buy a pint of, of vodka at the corner liquor store with your mask on and go ha- home with your cat and just get fucking hammered like everybody else and watch a fucking drive-in yoga pant porn. Sex optional. Why can't you just do be a normal person like everybody else? But the TikTok that's even more disturbing that I've seen is like fathers and daughters doing it together. Has anybody seen these ones? And what's the word my son used? Cringy? I hate that word. Maybe just as much as hero. But it is. That's a good that's a good definition of it. It's it's cringe worthy. It's it's hard to watch. When you see a teenage daughter with a halter top or a crop top or whatever you fucking call them, and and her dad, he's probably in his mid forties. Daughter's probably like fifteen or sixteen, and they're dancing to a song that the dad shouldn't know the lyrics to. And honestly, you shouldn't be dancing like that with your daughter. I don't know if you've seen that. I'm sure everybody else has been watching the fucking monkey riding a bike in Indonesia and pulling a toddler off a bench and dragging that toddler for a good 10, 15 yards. Anybody watch that one? That's a beautiful video. I love that. That video is crazy. One, the monkey's on a fucking bike. He's riding a bike down this alley and pretty astute at it. Pretty fucking astute. Little fucking monkey riding a bike. And... The dragging the monkey or the the baby who probably weighs the toddler probably weighs like 20 pounds more than this i don't know look like a pretty big fucking indonesian baby uh and he drags this monkey here or she drags this monkey down the alleyway until someone runs the monkey off but he forgot his bike fuck the monkey forgot his bike that's the sad part of the video but the 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 creepiness of the tiktok dad teenage daughter videos that's got an end that's just, that's wrong i mean nurses i'll give you the benefit of the doubt 40, 50-something-year-old dad with your teenage daughter half-dressed in a suburban golf course-type town or neighborhood, some country club, private country club or semi-private in fucking Branson, Missouri, and you're out there with your tucked-in polo shirt and your your pants and your your shoes, <laughs> and your daughter is wearing her pajama pants and you can see her belly. Ah, oh, God, it's... Ugh. It's it's gross. It's gross. I think one I saw they were doing like the sprinkler dance. 
I don't know what that is, but it looked like they were doing the sprinkler move from like the was it the eighties? I don't know. It's it's gross. It's gross. But what's not gross is this podcast. This podcast is nothing if not enlightening. And hopefully we all learn something today. Hopefully we all learn something today. That I'm always right. I'm always fucking right. I can't sleep because I'm too smart because I'm thinking about the world's problems how to solve them. Driving theaters are the perfect answer for still being entertained, getting out of the house, and fucking your girlfriend in the back of your Oldsmobile. And with no questions asked, why is there a film of a Trader Joe's line of only women that I'm watching and paying $19.95 per person to watch for 14 minutes? 14-minute movie, $40. For $10 more, a robot will deliver popcorn, condiments, and refreshments with condiments. So we'll have robots, and we'll have yoga porn in a drive-in. Six feet apart, 10 feet apart, and you don't have to talk to anybody. Fog up the windows if you want. No, like I said, no questions asked. There's no management there. No one needs to be there. It's all automated. Elon Musk is going to be part of it. He's going to fund me. While he's working on some sort of neuro fucking takeover of the world in our brains. Some chip that he will fucking implant with us with a Tesla motor. And uh, and our fucking bodies will just rocket into space when we are diseased. So it will get rid of us instead of burying us. And woo, we'll just fly. We'll fly like the fucking Tesla rocket or whatever it was into space because we're dead. And we'll just float. We're just going to have COVID corpses floating in the fucking ether above us. And that's the way to get the world's population down, right? But not without watching the drive-in, all right? It's important. You guys go out there and watch it. Don't buy organic kale because rats will fucking eat it. Just buy fucking insecticide, herbicide, uh, fucking, uh, 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 what's the, is it raticide? What do they call it? What do they call the shit that kills fucking vermin? Vermicide? Rod- rodenticide, is that it? Wrote dentist. That sounds made up. But buy that shit. Buy it laced with shit. And then you can plant that. Put some Clorox in it. Take a couple shots of that. You'll be fine, right? You'll have your garden in the backyard and with, with your cats and and your stupid dog with mousetraps stuck to its fucking nipples. Uh, that's that's the way the life is, right? That's the way the life is. All right. I'm sober and it's stupid. And I'll talk to you guys next time.